Hello. Hello, Merlin. How are you? Good, good morning, Dad. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So I tried. I tried these uh, these hot dogs. These boars had Dan, hot dogs. Dan, <laughs> my hand to God, the second item on my list. Well, now it's the first. Tell no, me about we'll the hot dogs. We can save it. We can what they call no, no, it in no, the they're, business. They're, they call that a, a teaser. I don't have anything good. Oh. <laughs> I was going to tell you that I can't find my coffee mug, so I'm a little out of it. And I was going to ask you how the hot dogs went. You know, the hot dogs are mm-hmm. amazing. Could we, could we, uh, would you provide some context for, you know what, let's do this. How about you provide some context for the listener, and I'll see if I can find my coffee mug. I like that idea. That seems solid. So what me. happened? We were, well, last week we finished the show, mm-hmm. and I, did, I prepared the show notes, such <laughs> as they are. <laughs> and we, you know, did our usual sort of uh, turn your key, sir, type operation. Right. And you said, I'll post it after, uh, after I ate lunch. And so, so what happened at that point? Uh, at that point, I think we, we got into a discussion of what I was going to have for lunch. And I think I said, I'll probably just have some hot dogs. And you said, oh, the boar, you said something about the boar's head hot dogs. Now I learned about boar's Syracuse, head. Syracuse, yeah, here we go. Syracuse got me on those boar's head hot dogs and I've never looked back. Yeah. So I was introduced to the boar's head brand when I was an employee at Publix. Oh, um, we're shopping as a pleasure. It was, and working was not horrible. And, uh, and <laughs> they put that right on the manual. That's, that's like your orientation. It says you, you will mm-hmm. not have a horrible time working here. It could be worse. It could be Winn-Dixie. <laughs> that's right. You could be over there restocking the uh, fishing lures. The fishing lures was the best section in yeah, the Winn-Dixie yeah. and they, they sold so many things. By that, the way, did we mention we used to live in places where you could buy fishing equipment at a grocery store? Why, why did we have that? And they used to have yeah. the, I was obsessed. Lawn chairs, with, a lot of lawn chairs and coolers. When I was 11, 10 and 11, which is when I was spending most of, most of my time, you know, going into the Winn-Dixie because they also had at the Winn-Dixie, they also had a couple arcade games in there. So this was like a local hangout for preteen kids. Like you would go out front and there'd be a pile of BMX bikes out front and then people fighting to play Galaga inside. Oh my God. That for us, it was Tron. There was a Tron Oh my God. You had a Tron? I'm trying to remember what was where at the little general, I think is where they had um, Stargate. Um, And then of course, if you went to the mall, you go to like, you you go to like a Red Baron or you go to a... um, and it doesn't matter. Not important. So anyway, Win Dixie. The thing is, you're in the Florida suburbs, you know. So I was and, obsessed uh, with ninjas. Obsessed with ninjas. And sure. they had in the fishing lure section, they had these hooks that looked like <laughs> miniature grappling hooks. <laughs> they were meant. I don't know what kind of three-headed fish is going to bite three hooks at the same time, but that's what they had. And they uh, looked just like a grappling hook. You're like, just improving your chances. But then I realized if you missed with that thing, you'd hook your hook your own scalp or something. Oh yeah. You get hoisted by your own uh, ninja hook. So when I was an employee a few years later at the Publix, they had boar's head as the meat that they would serve on the sandwiches. And of course, you know, it's break time. Well, so you go and get And what's the sandwich. one thing everybody knows about a public sandwich? They're amazing. The best. They're the best. It's an amazing sandwich. The fried chicken. Terrific. Oh, the fried chicken was amazing. You get a box. You, you get a box of like, it was like five or six cut up chickens for like three bucks. I used to eat, <laughs> I used to go there at lunchtime and I would yeah. eat ham, which uh, we did, never had in my house. And I would oh. get a ham sandwich. It was like, <gasps> oh my God, it was like 
the best there thing used, in the world. I used to get a sub from there. Like yes, their subs were so good. Oh my god, better than Subway. It's where all the like the laborers would go, so you know it's good. <laughs> No, no, no. I'm not trying to sound fancy, but I mean, <laughs> no, you're like, right. it's true. people who work really effing hard all day long, That's right. just be a, a, a huge line of burly guys with rough hands. Uh, it sounds like fan fiction now. Um, <laughs> we're like covered with drywall dust. Yes. Okay, so Boar's so, Head. So that's real why good, I real Boar's good. Head. Boar's Head, our I... local, my local sandwich shop, don't be creepy, is a Boar's Head family as well. Really good, really good lunch meat. And Syracuse had turned me on to. Uncured beef frankfurters natural casing in the show notes. And the thing is, I didn't know that Boars had even made frankfurters, or as you say, or hot dogs. Hot dogs, as you say. I didn't even know that they did this until you told me this after the show. So the next day, I went out, and got some of these. Mm-hmm. First they still of all, got the little nipples on them. They're attached. They're strung together like old fashioned, like in a cartoon. Yes. No, like something you throw at a bulldog to distract them. <laughs> and they're delicious. They're amazing. They're so And the so snap, good. the snap, am I right? Yes, it's wonderful. They're the best. That, now, I'd I ask still, you, I, said, I still are, think are they Nathan's, as good as Nathan's? I think Nathan's is very good. Yeah. I just, for some reason, these really appeal to me. They're <laughs> kind of long and skinny. They're fun on a bun. Fun on a bun. <laughs> yeah. They can use, they can just use that. Damn, what one. would it take to get Boar's Head as a sponsor on our program? Oh my God. I think we're doing it right now. I think we're, I think we're making it happen right now. Our thanks to Boar's Head yeah. for supporting 5x5 Five Five and Back to Work. Yes. Um, I'm so glad it worked out. So well, good. Why don't we? Why don't we spend about 20 minutes talking about hot dogs? Is that okay? <laughs> yes, that was my plan. <laughs> really? Okay, cool. <laughs> um, this is one of those topics I would love a name for this kind of topic, which is, it isn't until it occurred to me that I could talk about this in public that I realize how much I have to say about it. Okay. That no one, let's be honest, needs to know. No. But with that said, let's talk about hot dogs. Let's talk about it. What, Baby, what, let's what, talk about you and me. What was your hot dog of choice before this hot dog? Well, That's let me take you all, all the way with. back. Okay. Um, I don't know. It was probably a national brand. It must've been Hebrew national. No, those are good too, but, uh, no, no, just cheap wieners. Um, cons (laughs) K A H N. I want to say, yeah. Um, are armor hot dogs, the one the dog kids loves loves to bite. Sure. Fat kids, skinny kids, kids who climb on rocks. Yes. Hot dogs, armor hot dogs. What about cons? K A H N. See, this is what happens when you get old. You spend all your whenever you're in the car, you read signs to everybody else in the car, and then you start you start trying to remember the names of things from your youth. Oh, look at that dry cleaner, huh? 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 Cons. Oh, uh, cons. Hot dogs. Okay, so okay, so that was my. And but then really, as far as the like grilling out, I don't know if your family or your people were like this. It mm-hmm. sounds like you're not a big hot dog family, but um, used to be fed like a all cook. The time. Well, you, it was ham you didn't get. Ham we didn't get, but hot dogs are often, very often beef. Oh, you hope to shout, yeah. Uh, and uh, but as far as the, uh, you know, you could do the cookout at church or something like that. That's where you would just get the like. Let's be honest, the Win Dixie hot dogs. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but uh, so anyway, flash way forward. Um, no Hebrew National Nathan's. I'm not like a hot dog snob, mm. but given that it's a sometimes treat for me, it's not something that we eat all the time. Um, I like to get, get ones that are, that are good, a little garlicky, a little bit snappy. Um, I'll have a lot more to say about, uh, preparation, 
uh, condiments, et cetera. Tell me your uh, recent hot dog history. Well, I mean, for me, for the longest time, uh, the hot dogs that we were getting, I'll, you know, I'll put these in it. Why not? I'll put them in the show notes. Um, I always grew up eating the Hebrew National for obvious reasons. And uh, yeah, can I ask you a quick question? And go forgive ahead, me if this is, no, no, thank you. Uh, first time, never mind. Um, <laughs> we're, we're, how observant was your upbringing? You went to, you did, you did the whole thing with the reading. Yeah, and the, and it was the, very, and the, and the, and the I mean, it was stuff, right? super inconsistent as far as which things we did and which things we didn't do. You so were like orthodox by any stretch. Though, no, right? definitely not. Um, okay. And, and for, okay. So for people who don't know about uh, Judaism and I'm borderline one of them, um, the there are watch the show unorthodox that's it, it is extremely good so good and um but but what they're talking about of course is is orthodox and specifically hasidic ultra orthodox right? yeah hasidic hasidic jewish community that's not you know it's interesting because when i think people think of of like serious Judaism, they immediately think of orthodox jews but that's a very 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 small percentage of Mm-hmm. Um, of Jewish people. I don't, I, I would have to guess, I don't have it in front of me and I'm not going to look it up, but I would have to guess for of any variety of reasons, that's not a community that is growing in size today, probably. You know, I really don't know, but I probably, I would agree with you. I would. Well, there were it, events, I mean, like that community on, is the show Unorthodox? Is that what it's called, right? Yes. That's a particular, right. There, there are people are from sub, a particular city. Yeah. Yeah. There are subcategories of Hasidic Jews and they, you know, I mean, there's Hasidic Jews everywhere, but for the most part, the big communities are in like Williamsburg in New York. And that's, yeah. that's, and they're fairly insular. And I don't know a lot about that, but I can tell you that's not, that's not um, anything that, yeah. I mean, like I, that's completely separate. And um, most, most what I'll, what I'll call walk, walking around Jews are, um, <laughs> Are probably <laughs> your garden variety, yeah. Like the uh, the Jew you meet. I don't like to say that word as a noun. Uh, the Jewish person that you meet coming through the ride. Yeah, I think yeah, okay. they're they're probably going to be either reformed or conservative, which are you know pretty pretty similar. There's some differences as far as like is the service given a lot in Hebrew or is is it given mostly in English? Are you mm-hmm. you know it's it's kind of how how hardcore you get. And then Orthodox Jews who are, I guess Hasidic Jews would probably, I hope I'm not messing this up. I'm sorry. But I think Hasidic Jews would kind of be a subcategory of Orthodox Jews that you can be an Orthodox Jew. So if you ever see a guy walking around with a yarmulke on, mm-hmm. like at the grocery store or like in line somewhere or whatever, he's an Orthodox Jew. And part of that is that it says you get to wear a yarmulke all the time. So that's what he's doing. And they, you know, they've got a mezuzah on their door and they've got other things like that. And that's the thing you touch when you walk in. Yeah. And, uh, and, and so, you know, but, but they're not, that's not necessarily Hasidic either. It's, there's different, I guess, levels of how, but, um, for us, we didn't, for example, I had lots of friends in South Florida when I was a kid growing up who kept kosher in their home or who had a set of kosher dishes for when their grandparents came over who were kosher, that kind of thing. We didn't do any of that at all. We didn't have anything kosher in the house, but there was some kind of like, why didn't we eat like stuff from pigs? We, it wasn't like I was going to get in trouble, but like we just never bought ham and we didn't 
often have bacon. Well, it's we probably the same reason our family eat. doesn't eat lima beans. It's not forbidden by our non-existent religion. It's just that we prefer our other vegetables. Right. I think it was part of that. And it's probably because like my <laughs> Even mom- Even garden variety Jewish people have their preferences. That's right. That's right. And And so like, I think because my parents didn't grow up eating it, they just, mm-hmm. we just didn't really have it. It wasn't like it was forbidden. Like I was said, we're not allowed to eat it. But I knew that like, there was kind of this vibe of like, well, you should be kosher, but like, we're not going to, we're not going to talk about that so much. But like, yeah, wouldn't it be nice if you could be kosher? You know, like, wouldn't it be nice if you walked 10,000 steps a day? Yeah, it would be. But yeah. today I did 2,000, no big deal. That's kind of our attitude for it. So for me, it was definitely a special occasion when, I could just go and order a sandwich. It was just like a ham sandwich. It wasn't like I couldn't have brought ham in the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. I get it. it was special. <clears throat> but our special. hot dogs growing up were Hebrew national because they, I think they were, they were kosher, but I think they tasted better. I think they've, that, you know, what was the old slogan of Hebrew national that like, there's a, um, our standards, we meet the, oh, you know, we, the uh, we, standards we answer to a higher standard or something yeah, like that. Something like that. But it's also like, what's the oldest thing everybody knows? The original food hacking trick that i know of if you're going to go on a plane order the kosher meal that's what they always used to say because whether or not you are anything order the kosher meal because it's always better than whatever else they're serving that like the quality of the partly because it's going to probably be more fresh i'm not sure i don't know the reasoning but there's something you know that makes sense there and if you're going to get a product that's you know i mean i don't want to tour a meat packing i want place i do you want to do that? Please, let's set it up yeah. for the show. Oh boy, I just stay with stay with the gift shop. I think. Mm-mm. I'm, <laughs> You're I'm gonna really get in there into the sluice. Into the but sorry, I, I don't remember when, but sometime in the last ten years, we found Applegate makes these. And I feel mm-hmm. like the name is a little over the top. It's called the Great Organic Uncured Beef Hot Dog. It's a grass-fed and humanely raised and no antibiotics and all that stuff. And so that's that's what we've been having. And I'll put that in the show notes. As a family for a long time, but they make they make some out of turkey if you're crazy, and they make beef and pork ones, and they make uh, chicken ones. So this is what we've been eating, and that's fine. And like they're fine, but they don't give you that real hot dog experience like a Nathan's mm-hmm. does but boy do these do these boarheads one I feel like this this might be the beginning of a transition into the next stage of the hot dog talk um which is how can i put this what is it my friend used to say like some foods are really a conveyance for other foods like um you know something like Leslie Harpold talking about buying toys for your toys i mean popcorn's really really yummy Mm-hmm. But like, it, it, but by itself, just popped white corn is not that exciting. Mm-hmm. If you add some kind of a savory oil and some kind of a salty salt, or in my wife's case, she loves uh, nutritional yeast, which I've tried and is better than you'd expect. Like, for example, in that case, like the, it's, it's the popcorn by itself is fine. I would personally not seek out as a snack totally unseasoned, just out of the pan popcorn. I think hot dogs can be like that. Yeah. Where it's a, it's a conveyance for when you're a kid, and listen, listen, don't email me. When you're a kid, ketchup and mustard, right? Or whatever, or even right. just ketchup. Um, my, my kid does not eat anything on anything. She is in that way, like a normal <clears throat> kid where like she right. doesn't, when we order her a burger, it's got to be totally, as they say, dry. But so if you're eating 
hot dogs mostly because it's fun to have uh, something at the ballpark on a bun. Like, it doesn't need to be fancy. And yes, by the way, it looks like I, I do want to talk about the Cons products page at some point here. Yes, I uh, was Cons just is at that. Big Red Smokies are the official <laughs> hot dog of the Cincinnati Reds. So, although they do not currently appear to be based in Ohio, I can't really tell because this is a very Jurassic website. But uh, yeah, there's a reason the Cons looms so large in my imagination, I guess. Um, now, as far as. Can we get into some preparation and uh, preferences here? Yeah, sure. Okay. History. When I was a kid, <laughs> perhaps owing to the one whatevereth of me that's English, we boiled a lot of food. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, boiling hot dogs. That was the way we made hot that's dogs. That's the way the you make 70s, a hot dog. 80s, yes. Yeah. Well, how would you make a food like cabbage or Brussels sprouts so inedible except to boil it? <laughs> Yeah. yeah well, why would you why would you want to put Brussels sprouts in the oven with kosher salt and olive oil and little bits of bacon well, if steam, you could just boil it? Boil it. <laughs> put them in a boil. That'll be Yeah, that'll make you hate this forever. Now, I've never tried broiling lima beans and I don't know if I will. Oh god. So you're a boiling family too? Yeah, we boiled everything and and and, uh, and you know, I think It's I not terrible, but it's, you well, know, we didn't, it's, we didn't have microwaves. And we were in the city, so we didn't have any kind of a grill or anything like that. Right, right. If you are going to microwave a hot dog, and I super don't recommend it, um, it's very important that you poke holes in it. Otherwise, they will kind of... Exploding wiener. Explode you want or... A, ask yourself, do you want an exploding wiener? You know, it's easy enough to Not even when I was 12. Skill it up the, the hot dog. That's the That's thing. It's not, it's not a difficult thing to do. You just... You just take the hot dog and you place it on a hot pan and mm-hmm. then every minute or so you just kind of roll it around. I, I put a little butter in. Yeah, butter's great. Salted butter with one of these. Now I, I, now I realize we're talking about some, some serious crimes against Judaism, but I mean, don't you need like separate plates for dairy and meat and stuff like that? Yeah, if, you're, you. keeping, if you're keeping kosher, you're supposed to have separate everything really for... Um, for you know so when when you're preparing food it's supposed to be separate when you're Mm -hmm. eating the food it's supposed to be separate because milk and flesh are not supposed to be consumed in the same way and i've told this story to you i'm sure but i remember Mm -hmm. the first time when i was a boy and i was staying over a friend's house and they brought out dinner and they set down a glass of milk for him and they set down a glass of milk for me and then they I was at dinner. I forget what the main course was, obviously some kind of meat. Uh-huh. And I was like, you're drinking milk. And they're like, uh-huh. yeah, that's what, what I drink. I'm like, okay. I'm like, and uh-huh. it was. It, <laughs> Did you run out of virginal blood? <laughs> it was so weird to me because I had never just drank a glass of milk with a meal. It seemed that's so interesting. Completely but, but milk is just what you always gave a kid when I was little. I hated it. I never liked milk I, that much. I never to my and I kind of have to check in with my mom on this. Yeah. I don't think I ever drank milk. Like I drank chocolate milk. Huh, but that was sure. a thing. I don't remember like have a glass of milk. Okay. I just that was like not a thing we did. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Um I mean, yes and no. It's definitely unusual by my own experience, but that does not make it weird necessarily. But now I get you. But uh, so <clears throat> why do I say this? Because, okay, again, you get, what you got to come back to with these hot dogs, it's flavor and texture. 
with the with the uncured uh, beef frankfurters natural casing. Mm-hmm. I mean, in my, in my opinion. So they they they've got that snap and pop in kind of like when you bite into it, you get a little bit of crunch. Um, and they're, I mean, I want to say garlicky, not over, overly garlicky, but they're really tasty. But I'm telling you, man, you lightly, um, saute brown, like throw them in a pan, medium, medium high with a little bit of butter and brother. So good. Mm-hmm. That'll work <clears> with <throat> any hot dog, again. any hot dog. Sure. Say, say again? I was saying that'll work well oh, with yeah, any yeah, hot yeah, dog. Totally it agree, doesn't totally have agree. to be a Hebrew national. doesn't have to be the ones that we're talking about here. It could be anything. Um, did you, God, my coffee's still just sitting there without a mug. Um, go get it, go get it, go get it. I'll no, tell you no. something I like. Really? Can you do that? Cause I'm the one I'm done. We can still talk more. We no, can do we'll the whole show back. on hot dogs, right? We'll Can't talk we? about hot dogs. In these, in, in, in these troubled times amidst this virus, That's in right. this economy, in these shoes. Is it correct? Dan, <clears throat> how am I learn about something you like? I would love to tell you about Memberful. A lot of people have heard about Memberful and probably used it without necessarily even knowing that they were using it. Memberful is basically, it's the easiest way to sell memberships of any kind to your audience. It's used by the biggest creators on the web. It integrates with so many different platforms and applications out there. But basically, if your goal is to get members and have them support you in whatever it is that you do, Memberful is the way to go for this. And uh, here's something that's really cool. This is brand new. You can now use Memberful to build sustainable recurring revenue by selling access to a members only podcast. That's right. They have rolled in podcast support. It works with your existing host, whether they, if you're smart and you want to use Fireside, cool. If you're using something else, they don't care. You can just integrate this. You don't have to change your workflow at all. It's super easy for your listeners to subscribe. I missed the beginning. You talking about memberful? Is that what memberful, you're talking about? That's what I'm talking about. Uh, I got to get the memberful. It lets people subscribe in their favorite player, whatever that they want to do. They can do it with memberful. And it's, this is the great thing is it's not like you've got to abandon your host. You like your host. You don't have to switch up. It just works. It includes everything you need to run a great membership program. It's got custom branding. It's got gift subscriptions. You can integrate with Apple Pay. It has free trials. There is so much. They've really thought of everything. The memberful people have been doing this for a long time and they really get it. You can sign up for free. There's no credit card required. And uh, and it's just great. You can go to memberful, M-E-M-B-E-R-F-U-L, memberful.com slash podcasts. Easy to remember, Go check it out, memberful.com slash podcasts. Um, I'm, I've been longtime friends with the founder of this company. He's a great guy and uh, they really care and they really just want to make it easier for people to do this kind of thing. So uh, go check it out. Thanks again to memberful, memberful.com slash podcasts. Go check this out. It's very cool. And thanks again uh, for their support. Really appreciate it. Memberful. Thanks, memberful. Buck, buck. Memberful. Mem. Um, quick alcove. Once you start using Apple Pay for things, you don't go back. Everything feels like real caveman stuff. There's, there's, this is a, um, this is a, <laughs> I thought it was bad before. Now, oh God, I, I've, <laughs> I've sent a lot of money to a lot of places in mm. the last few days. And I have to tell you a secret. If that place takes Apple Pay, so like basically I'll follow anybody's link and give a little bit. And if it's Apple Pay, I, I'm, I'm done in seconds. Yeah. Because Apple Pay, you basically hit a button 
approve it on a device. Oh, did I skip the part where you put your address in? No, I did not, because mm-hmm. that's all included in Apple Pay. So, like, if you want to go give to, uh, oh, I don't know, for example, I mean, just for the sake of argument, if you wanted to go to, I'll get the URL for show notes, if you wanted to go to the howardbrown.org uh, uh, charity to help queer kids uh, with health needs in the Chicago area, if you wanted to, just for the sake of argument, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure that's an Apple Pay one. All I know is I'm, it's all a blur the last like two weeks of this, but it's I, I've, I feel this resistance when I get to the classic, remember the classic, like fill in your name in separate fields, fill in your address in separate fields, fill all that in. And then if your billing address is different than your shipping address, you got to fill all that in again. And no, I hear y'all, but this is before the days of autofill. Firefox had autofill stuff a long time ago. And it wasn't until like Safari and 1Password got good that that was available widely. Right. And then you got to dig out your credit card and you got to type it all in. And, you know, and it's like... I don't know. So I just, I, it's so fascinating to me. It's one of those things like when we first got a cable box that came with a remote, I want to say in the <laughs> mid eighties. Yeah. yeah. Cause it used to be, we had the ticket, 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 clicky analog top of the box, turn the clicker thing. And like, then, um, the cable company, which I think was called something like cable vision. I don't remember. Mm. It gave, we got a box, a digital box with the red led readout and this beautiful little, like it was actually a really beautiful, simple remote to fit wonderfully in your hand, and it had channel, it had digital like key entry, and it had volume, and it was like it was the first remote control. My first remote control truly was for a VCR that I owned, I think, in college. Mm-hmm. But like once you start using a remote control, I mean, this sounds crazy to the youths, but th- it seems nuts that you would ever have to get up and walk over to the TV to change the channel. Barbaric absolutely barbaric and that's how i feel with uh, the improvements with apple pay that's all i wanted to say about that thank you apple pay for supporting five by five and back to work mm-hmm. so i'll tell you it now uh as they say in mulan let's get down to business you, you got your hot dog how are you how are you going to eat it how are you going to dress it are you going to dress it is it on a piece of bread what are you going to do with your hot dog once it's done cooking do you want to go first or do you want me to answer Oh, whatever you want to do. I mean, it's, it's your show. For, for me now, I really like mustard. I'll do relish. And you know what? I don't do onions. Mm-hmm. If some, if there's some ketchup, I'm okay. I'm neutral on the whole ketchup thing. I know this is a, this is people a, get, people get so crazy about that. It, when I was a kid, our, why can't our people thing, just like things? I don't, well, I don't know. But our our thing when I was growing up was always ketchup, mustard, onions, relish on a bun. That was the way that we always did it. And sometimes you could even have mayo on the bun or even just a little, you know, a little, uh, what, what do you call it when you squirt out a little line, a mayo line? Bumps? I don't know. You do a bump of mustard. A bump of mustard. Yeah, the bump of mayo. a hip-hop name, bump of mustard. Now, as long as there's mustard, I'm happy. Anything above and beyond mustard is just great. But I, I'm fine. I can't eat without mustard. Forget it. I'm out. <laughs> uh, you what know, you? I, I, well, uh, you, that's it? Y'all, y'all done? What kind yeah, of bun? that's it. I'm not particular about it. I really just, okay, okay, okay. yeah. No, no, big, no big preference on buns. 
No, because I have such crap limited bun options for gluten free oh, anyway. Oh, because you're all avoiding. Of, I'm sorry. Of course. They all suck Boy, every, anyway. It doesn't yeah. matter. They're all equally horrible. I can find you a photo on Flickr of when I first realized that I could simulate a Chicago duck. Well, not a, believe me, you don't want to get these people started. I could simulate what, what a, to me, approximated a Chicago dog using um, like some romaine lettuce. And it's not nearly as good as on a bun, but back uh-huh. when I was doing full-on Atkins, I have a funny Flickr photo of that. All right, I want to um, see that. Well, when I, was a ki- when I was a kid, I'd have whatever, probably Con's hot dog on a, like, on a, you know, a bun from Kroger's or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually ketchup. And then over time, I did kind of cross over. I still, like, if I'm at the ballpark and I'm sitting there at the machine or I'm at the movie theater, God, I miss going to the movies. Um I put cat. I put on. I put on all this. Th- all the things. Whatever there is there in some kind of unsanitary bucket. Bucket. <laughs> I put. <laughs> I put all of the things on. Yes, inclusive of ketchup, mustard. So what I do is if I'm at a movie movie theater, and I got a better answer after this. But if I'm at the movie theater and I bought my oversized comedy drink, hopefully in a Spider Man cup or similar, mm. then I. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I buy the souvenir cups. I'll do that. I got a Wonder Woman cup at home. Yeah, I'll own that. Um, then I go over, I unwrap the hot dog. Yeah, I get the big hot dog. And then I unwrap it. And what I do is I put on ketchup, mustard, onions, and relish. Because if I'm, if I'm going to get pathogens from strangers' fingers, I, I don't want to know where it came from. I don't want to know. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? It's like Gary Gilmore, you know, uh, you know, uh, 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 all but two of the guys shooting him have bullets in the gun. So everybody got plausible deniability. And for me, <laughs> that's, that's, right. also, that's, that's also right. relish, <clears throat> which is very wet. So today, today with my druthers, what I will do is, uh, I said a little bit ago that hot dogs are not something we eat a lot, a lot, a lot, not for mm-hmm. health reasons. It's just, you know, we, but we go through phases where we'll get more into it. We might have hot dogs two or three times in a month, usually with something like potato chips on the side. If I have my druthers, I get, and this sounds like I'm a fancy lad, and I, I promise I'm mostly not. I like a potato bun. Um, potato buns are the best. I like a potato bun or I like a Hawaiian, one of those Hawaiian roll kind of sweet buns. But if I'm doing my fake, and again, it's so important that you not contact me about this. If, I, if I'm doing one of my pseudo Chicago dogs, mm-hmm. what I'll do is I'll have a potato bun. Because you can't get poppy buns here. Yes, I know you can order them. But like it's hard, you can't get poppy buns here. It's hard enough to get split top buns if you want to make a, a lobster roll. The bread options in California, woof. Anyway... <laughs> Dan, when I woke up an hour ago, I had no idea that I was going to be speaking th- this passionately mm-hmm. about what I do to a hot dog. And here I, we just are. Wanna, I just want to know what you do. What? How do you do it? You know, I'm excited. I kind of want this to just go on all day. I got. But your else daughter, you said she doesn't. She wants everything plain. So who's she? Well, having a you know, alcove. No, here's alcove number bun? two. Here's alcove number two about my daughter. It's like. You ever have those days with, well, anybody in your life, but especially kids where you're like, wait a minute, what, 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 what did, 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 I, did 20 pages of my script fall out? What the, what is happening with my kid all of a sudden? Apparently at some point during this, uh, these challenging times, my daughter decided to learn, I just, I just totally out of the blue decided that she wanted to learn how to make guacamole. And so she got this recipe on the internet and has been making guacamole you really pretty much every day mm-hmm. um probably last week or so i walked in the door and i was like my god did 
did a large man made of garlic poop in here? What is that garlic? <laughs> what is happening with our house and garlic right now? And will it ever end? Dan, let's be honest. I love me some garlic. But if I could smell it downstairs, that's a lot of garlic. Turns out, guess what? At some point, the pages that fell out of my script, my daughter loves garlic now. Not only that, she loves more garlic than my wife or me. And I don't know how that happened because this kid is not That's an intense anything. flavor, garlic. It is, but it's so. What does she do? I don't know the exact recipe. It's probably a secret, but you know, it's uh, avocado, garlic. But it is funny how that stuff can change. And as I've said before, like when she visits with family, she's much more ambitious about what she'll try in all kinds of experiences, including food. Uh, so closing the uh, closing the tag on alcove number two. No, mm-hmm. she doesn't like anything on a hot dog. I like uh, so my go to is a potato bun. Um, that, so I wait till the hot dog is, is done cooking and out. And I know, again, this is heretical, but I will throw a potato bun into the microwave for usually 10 seconds. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get it all greasy on the grill. I don't want to, I could steam it. I could do, I I could do a lot of things. I could be a potted fern, but I want to eat in 10 seconds. So I get the bun, bun's hot now. Bun hot, hot dog hot. So so is it important that the bun is hot or do you want to get the little, Maybe grill marks, or do you? This put is it on a fantastic question. It is. I why I never thought these thoughts out loud or said these things in my mouth. Uh, it's easier to handle for one. Mm-hmm. Well, if you uh, the bun is not hot, the bun is heated, so it comes out, and now you can open a little splitsy a little easier because mm-hmm. you know how they like fall apart if they're too cold. You know what I'm saying? Like a mm-hmm. bun, you could tear a bun. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. Yes. You see, you, you rip a seam. No, I don't like that. I, That's I, I a want concern. My, this is your concern. I, it, this is our concern, dude. I want my seam to be intact. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll become incontinent in later years. <laughs> yeah. God forbid. And then I put in the hot dog. Now, if I'm feeling really frisky and I'm very hungry, I will make two hot dogs with the butter preparation and the bun warming. Mm-hmm. And then I'll do the same thing to the bun uh, same thing to the hot dogs as I do to the bun, which is that I will cut them, I believe in cooking it's called butterflying. I'll butterfly the cooked hot dog and then I will kind of interleave them into each other mm. like, uh, I don't know, like an insurance logo. Like imagine <laughs> these two hands doing this, <laughs> foot fist way, right? And okay. then I'll interleave, I don't know if that's the word, cantilever, cantilevered hot dogs. Love that band. So now I have a super hot dog. Is this making sense? Yes. It conforms to the warm bun mm-hmm. where my seam is intact. Mm-hmm. And now I have interleaved hot dogs ready to be dressed and prepared. In no super particular order, but yeah, kind of a particular order. I do yellow mustard. Mm, got to. I, now, I is there a yellow mustard that you, you prefer? Is there a kind no, you like? No, I honestly don't have a strong See, feeling now about that, it. That is bonkers to me. Because you there, like, like a, what, like a Gouldens? What it you like? has to be French's. Oh, that's the yellow, what's the yellow one? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's what we have. Is it a red logo? It says French's. Oh, yes. they also make the onions, right? Yes. 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 Uh, no, that's what we've got in our fridge right now. I, and I like squeezing. Time was, you used to have jars and knives and whatnot. I do like the squeezability, but I also get the mustard pre-cum out because the entire family Hello? is grossed out by that. Hello? I'm sorry. So what you do is you shake that down, you go, and you get out those little, little, little drippies because the mustard got a little bit aroused. Maybe it was watch, watching Carry On Emmanuel. I don't know. But you get that out, and now you get a nice, clean stream. 
So I'll put on a little bit of yellow mustard. I'm not against brown mustard, but for this particular preparation, the yellow is critical to my process because we're going a little bit Chicago here. Not a lot Chicago. It's more like a Buffalo Grove dog. It's like from the suburbs. So I'm going to put on that yellow mustard. I'm not going to put on ketchup for this one, although that's okay. Uh, next, I will put on, um, I, I like the nuclear green Chicago uh, relish, but I'm not married to it. My you, wife is do just. You wanna, do you want a, a straight relish or a sweet relish? Um, so I would say sweet. Most like sweet people, versus dill. Yeah. Most people prefer the sweet relish. Well, you know, I'm going to use a phrase that I, I'm going to say I use probably once a year or less. What we're doing here is building a flavor profile. Mm-hmm. Ooh, mm-hmm. It burns. It's like ashes in my mouth to say it. <laughs> but we're building to something here, and we want some complementary flavors and things that are going to bring out the best in each other. It's kind of like an 18 for your face. So you got your, I got my yellow mustard. I got my, and again, so if you're doing true Chicago dog, as I understand it, relish, it's got to be that, that really weird, super bright green. I'm not married to that. So I put that on. Um, I will usually do, um, I'll take, if we have cherry tomatoes, I will cut those in half or smaller and very carefully kind of align those on the top. Um, I might put in a, a pickle spear. I like dill, but I also like, uh, I like, um, you know, like, what are those called? Like, uh, oh, what's the cute name for those? Uh, bread and, bread and butter pickles. I like yeah. those too. You Love put a full size pickle on like a pickled chip thing on yes. a hot dog. You put the full size pickle on there. A full pickle? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying that. No, no, sliver, it would be slice. fun to cut it out like a Subway sandwich and put a hot dog I'm in there. That the would slice, be pretty cute. Like sliced thing the slice <laughs> this is my new penis dog and i love it. it very much they put you're putting that talk about a spear or an entire cucumbered pickle i'm saying like you take the pickle and you were to slice it up into in not into spears but into like wagon wheels uh-huh you put one of those on a hot dog oh no 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 well maybe it sounded sure, like could. you were saying you did well, bread and butter pickles i think of or like what we what we used to call sweet pickles you yeah. got sweet pickles, you got dill pickles, there's other kinds and of pickles. And you put that on the hot dog while you're eating it. I might, I might, but you can also get stackers, they're called. You could get them, them that, are, uh, that are cut up to be put onto a sandwich or similar. Wow, did we really make it 38 minutes in without the unnecessary conversation about whether a hot dog is a sandwich? I think we just won the internet today. I then, just, um, hold on, I'm still hung up on this pickle thing. Yes. You, the whole point of the, I thought the whole point of people. So there's people who say, you know, I was eating a hot dog and I thought it needed some kind of a pickle thing. That's what Uh the invention of relish was for. You put relish because relish doesn't disrupt the integrity. I see what you're saying. But if you're putting a whole chip, for lack of a better term, pickle chip on there, Mm -hmm. that's just nuts. So you think it's pickle overload? But you don't good, want that's con- too controversial. Much. You want the relish, uh, the relish, pickles? the relish yeah. works its way around. You're telling me the relish is the pickle. Why? Why are you going to put more? Why on Why are you going to do another one? It's yeah. I don't know. Again, for me, partly it's like I think part of the joy of food is. Oh, I'm not going to say it. Don't ask me to. Is the way that it feels in your mouth. <laughs> the, the texture. <laughs> is it moist? How's uh, the mouth feel? Uh huh. You said you weren't going to do it. Vast deferens. Moist. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah what has happened to the show hot dogs have happened to the show oh welcome 
So, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, part of it is, though, like, if you think about it, the would you ever, like, decide, oh, I'm going to have a little snack. I'm going to watch The Wire and have a snack. Would you ever eat a bowl of relish with a spoon? God, no. Okay. It's not, it's not a trick question, except insofar as it kind of is. But, like, you might have a grab a pickle and eat a pickle. Absolutely. Like those, those, you're deploying the pickles differently and they have an entirely different feel. Eating, I'm mean, going to ask you that, that very silly question because I have to say, as I sit here, if I'm enjoying the wire, you know, I learned about snot boogie and, uh, and I, I got my, I got my nice big bowl of relish uh-huh. and my big wooden spoon. Um, <laughs> and it's <laughs> mm, so yeah. wet. Mm. Oh, like the feeling in mouth of that would be very gross, but it's nice on a hot dog. Mm-hmm. So like, again, you know, feelings of mouth. Then we're not done. So I'll get cherry tomatoes, cut those up, put those on there. Then we go to the sport peppers, which are those little tiny jokey, super crispy peppers that they put on Chicago dogs. And I'll put some of those on there. Now, here's a good trick. If you, if you like if you like a pseudo Chicago dog, but you're also from the South, you could also use that sport pepper sauce to, uh, not the sauce, but the pickling juice. You know what you can do with that? Of course you do. You mm-hmm. can put it on greens. Mm-hmm. So if you uh, make or get collard greens, sport pepper uh, sauce, juice, hmm, it's really good. You with me so far? Yeah, I'm there. And then I finish it off with a medium amount of uh, celery salt. And at this point, I have a very large dog with, with many, many flavors and feelings of mouth. <laughs> and bumps of mustard. Yes. <laughs> Pants of brown. <laughs> um, and then I eat it up good. Yum. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I'm still hung up on the pickle thing, but otherwise I think it's fine. I think people who put, you know, like chili dog to me is mm. not, it's not, the same as a hot dog. It's a different thing, but it's very good. I oh, think, absolutely. Yeah. I don't think you yeah. just, you don't just throw some chili on a hot dog. It's a separate thing. If you're doing a chili, I'll dog be honest with you. I, John, no, I have a feeling that if you, so if you're still listening to this show and I don't know why that would be, no one is. but if, but if you're still listening to this show, I bet there's a pretty good chance that you're going to have a hot dog today. That's just the thing I'm going to say, or, or soon that you will plan for hot dog soon because yeah. it puts an idea in your head. Now, John Roderick did that to me with chili. He kept uh, talking about how Travis Morrison from the dismemberment plan ate all his canned chili and he's still mad about it. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, and that got me into the chili, the wolf chili. Now, what I started doing then was I would do a very basic hot dog preparation. And then I kind of cut them up like I would for a kid and then mix that into the chili in a bowl. Mm-hmm. Much in the way that I like, like to enjoy a large bowl of uh, pickle relish at night. Anyway, that's so in that case, I want the hot dog to be deployed in the chili, not the chili to be deployed onto the hot dog. This is just my own opinion. Mm-hmm. It does not reflect the opinions of the management of 5x5 Enterprise. Right. I don't have a big opinion on it at all, so I, I'm fine with that. But I think, you know, I think what it comes down to is, you know, there's no right or wrong with dressing a hot dog unless you're not using As long mustard. as it's consensual. Well, you've got to put mustard on it. That's a one. And the other thing- hmm. Mustard, when I was a boy growing up in Philly, there is a certain kind of pretzel that is sold in Philadelphia. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's sold anywhere else. And it's, a, it's you know, they sell them on the street. You go up to one of the, you know, the, the vendors on the street corner. I'm going to send you a picture of this because it is a very weird looking thing that is very foreign uh, to people who have hmm. not been to Philadelphia. Yeah, by all means. <clears throat> so there's a, th- those are what Philly-style pretzels look like. 
So if you were to, if you were to, oh, oh my God. I thought yeah. I knew what I was going to see, and I'm not knowing what I see. Right. These are called Philly style salt. It looks pretzels. like somebody put together four zeros from a programmer font and salted it. Yeah, that's about right. They're slashed. Um, they're a weird looking pretzel. I'm not going to lie. But oh my God, that looks so good. Pretzel with mustard good. is my go to zoo snack. Oh man, zoo snacks, baseball game. I had these at baseball games all the time when I was a kid growing up, and I just assumed this was like a regular, a regular thing. Uh, and then I went, when I was living in Florida, we went to a, a college football game, UCF game, and they were selling pretzels there. And the guy, <laughs> I said, I'll have pretzel. And he hands it to me. I'm like, where's the what mustard? What the hell is this? He's like, what where's do you mean? Where's the rest? Like, yeah, like we need the mustard. He's like, what mustard? Yeah. Uh-huh. And so I had to go to like a different vendor and, and wait and, in line. From one and, angle, it looks like five Lone Ranger masks. Yes. Yeah, sure. This, this should be show art. I'll make it show art. So anyway, that's, that's going to really mess with people because I've already written the show notes for this episode in my head. And I, w- I would love to share it with you now. <clears throat> um, Dan and Merlin talk about hot dogs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a little, as you say, this looks on the so nose, good. But... You know, these, uh, the zoo, the zoo pretzels, they're not the best. Cause like, these are so amazing when they're fresh. <laughs> zoo pretzels. Zoo pretzels. <laughs> looks good on zoo. <laughs> Yes. Uh, the zoo pretzels, but, um, but, um, but, um, what was I going to say? Consensual mustard. Um, first show where everything we say is by definition a title. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, oh, oh yeah. I'm very interested in a concept and I, I've bickered with Syracuse about this just a little bit, but i you know, you know, that phrase people use, uh, ceiling and floor. Like you say to somebody, okay, for example, the person who's currently, um, fenced in, at uh, <laughs> 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Yes. Um, he, what's the phrase for what he, he's a high floor candidate. Okay. What in does the sense that, mean? that Well, in the sense that he's both a low ceiling and a high floor. Well, you've got to explain this to me. I'm apolitical. Well, no, first I want to make sure I say it right. Otherwise it's going to be deeply confusing. His polls have never gone below this one number and never gone above this other number. He's always in the same, like there's a whole market on predictit.org for like, will his uh, approval be within this like point, you know, 0.5 level range by a certain date. Look, like, you know what I'm saying though? Like he's yeah. like right now he's, I think he's like 40, 47 or something like that or 40, right. but like he never, he's never gone, even though he should, he's never been down to 5%. He's certainly never been up to 80%. So the floor for his approval is high. It doesn't go very low, but his, his, his real problem come November is that, um, is that he's also a low ceiling. Okay, so now, but here's the thing. I, I think this is an interesting uh, concept. It's not just for politics. It could be for anything. I'm interested in floors and ceilings of food as well. And so, like, for example, where Syracuse, Syracuse and I have disagreed is I feel like there are certain kinds, well, we disagree on the sorts of food that are different ceilings and floors. For example, um, I feel like by and large, as foods go, meatballs tend to be, as a class of food, tend to be a high floor food. But also, they could be very high ceiling. Like, I've had some amazing meatballs. I have not had that many truly execrable meatballs in my life. Mm-hmm. Whereas, now a lot of people out there are going to tell you that wine has an unlimited ceiling. Uh, 
it's lost on me. Like I, I, I've had wine that I really dislike and I've had wine that I like, but like I, I could not Pepsi challenge between the $20 bottle and the $50,000 bottle. The more expensive that wine gets, the less likely it would be for me to appreciate. There is one brand of wine mm-hmm. called Heights Cellars that makes a, a very costly, you can get it at a grocery store, but they have a very costly Zinfandel uh, that is I think tremendous and its own kind of special thing, but I'm not a wine snob or a wine nut. So right. is this, a, is this making sense? Oh yeah, no, of course it makes sense. It's kind, kind of making sense. Well, like, well, there's some kinds of, let's put it this way. Like there's certain kinds of food where you're like, Oh man, the ceiling on that. Like if you're deciding what to order somewhere, oh, I get it. it. You go like the ceiling for that food item is so low and the floor is so low. I'm not going to roll the dice. Right. I, I don't get me a ton of veal Oscar when I go out because having worked in a kitchen, I know there's certain kinds of food that don't get treated as well as others. If and you get the prime veal, rib, if you can, Is veal one of those? Well, I mean, like for chicken cordon bleu, just those kinds of things that are like pretty inexpensive to make mostly and have been sitting on a rack in the walk-in for usually a pretty long time. Mm. Right. Um, but like, you know, if you get the prime rib and it was made that afternoon- and it's, you know, prepared the way that you like, that's, boy, that's real, that's real good. The other rule of thumb, the thing that made my, one of the things that made my horrible stepfather so funny, as a restaurateur of, he'd owned like 30 restaurants in his life, and he, um, wherever we went, he would order the worst conceivable thing on the menu just so he could bitch about it. If we went to a steak place, he'd order the scallops. If we went to a seafood place... They say that's the backwards. Well, exactly right, but like, no, like I say to my daughter, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? And so, like, like <laughs> he would do that on purpose. So, why? But what is this all in service of? Um, I mean, to me, hot dogs—they can be bad. I don't have a lot to say about the floor, but I will also say the ceiling can be very high on a hot dog. Mm-hmm. A hot dog can be very good. Um, I believe you had another thing to tell me about that I you like. I do. I do. I would love to tell you about feels. Oh, feels! All the feels. You know, if, if, if you're experiencing stress, which I think a lot of people do normally and especially right now or anxiety or things like chronic pain, or if you have trouble sleeping at least once a week, guess what? You're not alone. A lot of us are having these issues. I'm definitely having a lot of these issues and have for a long time. And one of the things that has really, really helped me was CBD oil specifically. Uh, it made a huge difference for me on many different levels. And I discovered feels Feels is currently my favorite CBD oil. And that's the thing I just want to say. They they could hire us to do the ad spot, but they can't hire me to say that if it wasn't true. Feels is now my choice of CBD. And I've tried a lot of them. I've tried to only try ones that um, that are reputable. I don't go with the gas station CBD. I, I Every like time to get you say that, that phrase, I get so sad. But it's like gas I station drive CBD by makes me so sad. They're there. You see the sign on the side of the road. In you know front what you got there, Dan? Station. Can I say I don't like to interrupt your ad reads because you're the best. Aww. But you know what you got going on right there with the, with the gas station CBD? What's that? Yeah, l- uh, low floor. Low floor. It low. could always be low. worse. And that's the thing is you want to know where it comes from. You want to know that it's high quality and they care about that. They don't even talk about so many other things of, of what CBD can do for you, but they should, it, it, there's, it's, it's great after a workout. It's great after, um, yeah, like we said for, for stress, it's, it's great if you're just trying to stabilize 
your own mood and your own feeling throughout the day. It does help with sleep. It helps with so many different things. And knowing that that you're getting a high quality CBD, that it has the right amount of CBD that it says it's going to have because you don't want to take more than you need uh, or, or get less than you're expecting right? These things count. These things matter. And knowing that it's actually just CBD, because guess what? You don't want THC winding up in there if that's not the thing that you're into. As with feels, you don't have to worry about any of that. They have tests of their CBD. You can track the individual CBD that you get and see that it was tested and measured, but it all works naturally and it works naturally to help you feel better. You don't get high from CBD. You don't get hungover from CBD. You can't become addicted to CBD. And they even have a free CBD hotline or text message support. So if you're wondering how much should you take or what do you end, you know, they will help you with all of that stuff. You just put a few drops under your tongue. You'll feel the difference in just a few minutes. I use this every day. And I think it could potentially really help you out as well. I feel really great recommending this because it is high quality. You're going to get 50% off your first order with free shipping. And the way this works is it's delivered directly to your doorstop. You become a member. You get it. The worst thing, once you start using this, the worst thing that can happen is you run out. And you're like, oh, man, or, or, oh, I forgot to order it. And I'm going to be out before it comes. I'm going to be a week without it then you're going to have to get gas station CBD. You don't want that. <laughs> so in order to become a member, you go to feels.com slash back to work. That's spelled F-E-A-L-S, feels, F-E-A-L-S, feels.com slash back to work. 50% off your first order with free shipping and uh, you'll become a member and, and, and it's a wonderful way to get started. You can also get their little flight where they send you out a few samples and you see which strength is right for you. They've got it all figured out. Just go over to feels.com slash back to work. Support the show. Support yourself. Thanks very much to them for making this show possible. Thanks, Feels. Buck, buck. Now, in the Wikipedia photo, I sent this to you on our super secret private <laughs> text channel. In the Wikipedia picture for Chicago-style hot dog, they do have the nuclear relish and what looks like a dill spear. Yeah. I've never seen a dill spear on that before, but yeah. Okay. And let's see the poppy seed bun. Yeah. I think that makes you test positive for the heroines. <laughs> yeah. To look at that green, the nuclear green. Oh, it's crazy. I remember the first, I don't remember specifically the first time, but I do remember having seen that for the first time when I went, I don't think that's safe. No. That that looks, that's the <laughs> fakest looking food Nature I've ever seen. Nature doesn't make that. <laughs> there's, there's sushi, fake sushi in windows in my neighborhood that were made in the 80s that look better than that. Oh, God. I've seen fake Maguro nicer than that. How Woof. do they know? Is it sometimes it seems like it's fake when it's in the window, and other times it seems like it's real and it has some kind of like preserved oh, glaze no, over no. it. There's, this is a thing I, you probably. I'm a, I don't know. I'm treating you like an idiot. I, I don't know if you know that I this don't is know a anything huge about thing. This. It's an art. It's like basically it's incredibly expensive, and uh, as I understand it anyway, in Japan, it's you like hire a craftsman to like make your fake sushi for you. Yeah, it's like a big deal. And so it, you don't just really like buy. It. You don't it's just buy. Actually, it. It's not like a Melissa and Doug kid. I thought they were just painting something over it and leaving it in there, sort of to slowly rot for like a week, and then they'd put a new one in there. Yeah, like when you go to like a locally owned like family Italian restaurant, yeah. and they've got they've <laughs> they're going to entice you in the entrance way. They're going to entice you with an actual prepared dish of the food that you can order. Yes, <laughs> and it's like just been sitting there for two hours. That's so weird. Yeah. 
Um, I also wanted to point you to uh, something I sent in our channel, which is the cons little ham. You see the little ham? Wouldn't that be nice for you to get? <laughs> I would have gone lil ham. I think they go lil smoky little. L I T apostrophe L. It should be L I L. Little 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 ham. That's say in Ohio. You want lil ham? I want lil ham. Don't let the name fool you. This little ham packs a big punch. Whether you're fixing sandwiches for the family or sprucing up your favorite recipe, little ham. <laughs> I never, I don't think I've ever heard of cons or seen it. Is this a, like a, a West coast kind of thing? No, that's what I was saying is like, this is cons was the hot dog of my youth. And in, I, I feel Florida? like they're up there with like, what like Wiedemann's, Hudipole, um, <laughs> one of those regional like Cincinnati brands. It says that if you want to write to them, it's at consumer affairs yeah, in Springdale, Arizona. Yeah, exactly. Which really threw me off. But I look in the top right, I don't have it in front of me. You see like hot dog of the Cincinnati Reds? Yeah, yep. There it in says it became a Cincinnati favorite. Perhaps uh -huh. founder Elias Khan selected the American Beauty Rose as his trademark, knowing his company would continue to bloom and grow. It sounds like perhaps they don't actually know the history of the company. Perhaps. It seems like perhaps, perhaps. they should be able to ask some <laughs> ask somebody if that's the case. Yeah. Do you remember that bit on Letterman? Letterman used to do a bit. God, this is something really from the old times. Um, when a new affiliate joined one of the big networks, mm -hmm. ABC, NBC, CBS, mm -hmm. yeah. this was, it was not, it was very common for shows, different programs to acknowledge the new affiliate. So I don't know, on something like what the T Today Show, they might say, and we want to welcome, uh, welcome somebody new to the NBC family, um, you know. W-I-N-S in Buffalo, New York. Mm -hmm. um, you know, as, uh, thanks for, uh, welcome to the NBC family or whatever. And Letterman used to do this bit. I've got, I hope I could find, maybe Don Giller can help me turn it up. But he, here we go. And uh, it was usually, I, I want to say on Fridays. But anyway, go, okay, we uh, want to welcome a new affiliate to our NBC family. You know, uh, WWW right. <laughs> in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And they would show this self-same, exactly identical like 60s school <laughs> film of like a generic city and its industry. Right. And then, and they had with the voiceover. And then th this is where the bit comes from for me, where they would say like, you know, it's uh, something like it's, it's primary uh, industries include boating, tourism, government. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Home of the fighting Wolverines. <laughs> anyway, it was, it was so, so freaking funny to me. Yeah. Um, it's a very, was it good? Krusty does that, doesn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Krusty yeah, yeah. I heartily endorse this product or service. Yes. When he does the, uh, when they show the video, <laughs> the guy comes out and shows on the TV, rolls out the TV screen at Camp Krusty with the special message from Krusty. <laughs> <laughs> I heartily approve this product or service. You do his voice so well. Uh, uh, I almost swallowed some of the juice. I got to work into so it. So good. Uh, mm. uh, we saw Dan Castellaneta in something the other day. I think he was in, yeah, he was for sure. Oh yeah. He was in this crazy freaking episode of, um, Veronica Mars where they recreated the Stanford prison experiment. Oh, wow. Veronica Mars is a good show. I'm very late to this particular party, but, uh, it's a very good show. Cause now I love Kristen Bell from all the different things. I loved her in Deadwood. I loved her in obviously the good place. Um, all the things she's great in party down. Okay, a couple, couple quick recommendations since we're we're doing this. Uh, defending no, go, go on defending too, Jacob. 
is the one that I've got. Is that with Captain America? Yeah, yeah. Captain America and uh, Lady, Lady Mary. Lady um, Mary. From Downton Abbey. Oh. And that um, is downtown. It, it, it is pronounced downtown Abbey, yes. Um, so the, the two of them are parents of a boy who is accused of a murder. And it is an Apple oh, TV, okay. an Apple TV deal. And they're they're The interesting thing, I want you to watch it, if only for us to discuss the way that Apple has done product placement in it. Oh, I've heard people say things about this. It is. A, I found it to be it was recommended to me by my Twitter followers. Thank you to the amazing Twitter followers who recommended shows to me to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it when people know enough about your taste to know you're definitely going to love something. And I did. I liked it. It was, it's well acted. It's well made. Um, but the product placement, I want you to, if you, if you choose to watch this, I would like to revisit this topic with you at some point because it's, you know, you're, you, I think we've become like when I was a kid and they would like show someone uh, sitting at a park bench in a movie and they're like drinking a Coke. Like I, it would never occur to me. Let's say like brand X or something. Right. Like, like Coca-Cola or cork. Right, right. Paid them to, they paid the money to have the guy drinking a Coke instead of a Pepsi, right? Oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood. You're saying when product placement did exist. Yeah, yes. I was was going the other direction of like, even before that, they would go way out of their way. Oh, to not, right. Yeah, yeah. And that's why you get, you know, Sorny or, you know, (laughs) um, or I say Diet Cork. Right, but like now I get it. But yeah, you're right. That became big in the '80s and was part of what got me interested in writing my thesis that I wrote was the idea that like this the the yes, I'm sorry, I'm totally interrupting you. No, I love this. Keep going. But like, but also to the point of I remember there was one there was a James Garner movie. There's this one James Garner movie in the '80s. Fire in the sky. Fire in the sky. No, before uh, before the Notebook. Hmm? And uh, if you're a bird, I'm a bird. But no, in this case, in high impact scenes, Pepsi products would be in the background. Like in like, especially high impact scenes, like, like, you know, oh, they finally get together. There's a Pepsi machine in the background where they would deliberately try to associate it with some very strong emotion and which is, you know, pretty wild. Um, The university my wife works at is also the home of the archives What's the name of the project? But basically, after the big tobacco settlement and all of the disclosure, um, you can go and just find all of these letters between, for example, cigarette companies and Sylvester Stallone about who will be smoking what brand of cigarettes in what scene and what what they'll get paid for it. Like, okay, if you know, use of Marlboro in this situation for this many seconds, and here's a hundred thousand dollars. The scene, my shrink told me, the scene in, I want to say. Casino Royale, mm-hmm. where Daniel Craig is drinking the Heineken in bed with the lady. Mm-hmm. I should go look this up. Go I look that one up. I will. I mean, it was multiple millions of dollars that they paid for this extremely short shot. How do you spell Heineken? Heineken. Well, anyway, what Apple's doing here is kind yeah. of interesting because. Obviously, they're making the show, so they don't have to pay anything to do it. But you right. know, I'll just, I'll just, I don't know. Like, do I want to say anything about it? Or do I want people to go? Well, and I watch mean, the larger, it? the larger thing of it is like, there's, I mean, like, okay, here's another one. It's like, for example, in movies, like you never see a bad guy 
driving a certain brand of car. Like if you're, if we're going to lend you these BMWs, you, you can't have the bad guy. Right. Uh, which is very different from normal life where only bad guys drive BMWs. I can't. <laughs> well, in, but this, in that case, it, like you wouldn't want to see a bunch of you know, flip phones and Android phones that right. he's using unless it's there for a character reason. Well, in this case, everybody only uses Apple devices. Uh, there yeah. are no other kinds of devices seen anywhere. And the alert, <laughs> and the future, alert all sounds, restaurants are Taco Bell. That's right. <laughs> alert sounds feature very prominently. Um, and they're all alert sounds that, that we've used. And that, that you would immediately recognize as an Apple only kind of alert sound when screens are shown. Um, they're always Apple ish in appearance. If, if and not, the logo is not obscured. No logo is definitely not obscured. Last time that I was on a Twitch show, they made me cover up my laptop with something. Well, but in no, this, no, it's no, I'm very serious. Clear. They like made me it's put something clear. on there so that you couldn't tell that I was using an Apple laptop. The most egregious use of this is there's a scene early on in the first episode where um where captain uh, captain america is waking up his son by playing a song on his iphone <laughs> holding the phone over the child's ear um and it's it's he's holding it out in such a way that it's no one would hold their phone this way. Um, it's held so that the screen is facing directly toward the camera. And oh, it's right. very clear that it's Apple. It's still music. like illuminated. Like it's it wouldn't very be if you were, like since the first iPhone, it shouldn't be able to do that. Right. And it, and it's very bright and it's, it shows very clearly it's Apple music <clears throat> and they're holding that out. You know, there's a lot of little things like that, that didn't, I'm not the kind of guy who's like, I bet they're going to do a lot of product. I'm just look. I'm just uh -huh. watching it. But it was like, oh, yeah, more of that. But um, I, I wondered how they're going to do that in something like C, the show C or movie C, where it takes place in this bizarre world without technology and other things happening. Like, did they do it there? Did they find a way? Oh, God, how funny. I don't know. But uh, yeah. Um, first of all, correction. It was not Casino Royale. It was Skyfall, which is oh, such a good movie. Um and he's drinking, uh, it, according to this article that I just added to notes from the BBC, um, at the time of this publishing, it was not known specifically, but this is the number I had heard. It's rumored, so James Bond is in bed with a pretty uh, dark-haired lady, and he's drinking a Heineken. It's a very short shot. The rumored amount for that was $45 million. Wow. Wow. $45 million. Are we in a wrong business or what? Oh, woof. Uh, my thanks to uh, Canada Dry for yeah. supporting... Uh, but, uh, but, uh, but, uh, but, uh, but then of, of course, then that also gets, gets then sort of folded into this, I think, what is it? 300 and 100 multi-million dollar advertising thing where the tie-ins, you know, for using, um, Skyfall imagery or whatever inside their commercials and probably like end caps and stuff like that. Right. End caps, man. What a racket. <sighs> end caps. We should know. You know what? Maybe next week, let's talk about how a grocery store makes money. All right. Sounds great. The answer might surprise you. Mm -hmm. If you have uh, any questions about hot dogs, <clears throat> you can contact us somehow. Yes. But quest questions only. Serious inquiries only. Yes. No criticisms, please. Now, what if people want to send you a hot dog to sample it? Like, would, would it still be hot, you mean? Would it be like no, a, no, like a, like a, send a it, kidney donor? Oh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, don't send me any kidneys. Uh, you know, um, just... Uh, just every time you feel like giving me a hot dog, I give to charity. Um, and you'll notes you're going to find the Howard Brown Health uh, 
uh, group. Uh, and I would love for you to give a little money to them. We've uh, made, in the last uh, week, we've made $5,840 for those folks who are doing very good work. Amazing. And if you don't want to give to that, give to something, because a lot of people need help right now, and that's all i got to say about that. Next week, I'll talk about my new LumiCube. LumiCube. Are you aware of the LumiCube? No. Now that Daddy's pimping out his video setup, uh, he needs lighting. L-U-M-I-C-U-B-E. L-U-M-E space cube. Look, how cute are those little guys? LumiCube. LumiCube's most versatile light. It's just a little bit bigger than a fidget spinner. Not a fidget spinner, AM. What's it called? Uh, 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 uh. What's the thing that looks like dice that nervous people play with? Oh, uh, fidget, fidget cube? Fidget cube. It's a lot. It's like a fidget cube. It's a little bigger than a fidget cube. I see. Isn't that cool? And it's got an app so you can change the brightness. You can can set up several of them and then get them all set the way you want and turn them off and on. Is is this for your vlogging stuff that you do? It's for my new vlogging that I'm doing. Yeah. Hey, guys. Remember to chime in down in comments. Hit that bell, like, and subscribe. Smash subscribe. Watch me vlog. Little ham. All of the Minecraft videos that my eight-year-old watches, everyone's screaming the whole time. I don't think I'd like that. They're just, they're shouting. They're not doing anything that oh. is actually shout. But I want to tell you, there's, um, I have a, not quite a concern, but so in these videos, it's people shouting, oh my yeah. God, did you see that creeper? Get out of there. Now I'm going to go over here and place this. Oh my gosh. Okay. So what the kids do is instead of shouting, because they know they're uh-huh. not allowed to shout inside, they, <clears throat> these are your kids, you mean? and all their friends because they call their friends they will have they will facetime or zoom with their friends while they are playing uh playing minecraft together so there'll be a zoom or a facetime happening and then they'll be in the world building things and doing things so they're talking to each other while they're playing and collaborating in the world saying oh i'll build this side of the house you do this thing and we'll do a garden here and a castle there or whatever so they still do the shouting and all of them do this, but they do it in a, in a, a regular volume voice. So it almost sounds like whispering. So for example, um, they, they will be talking saying, okay, uh, I have, you know, I just went and got some, uh, diamonds. I'm going to go make a sword. Oh my God, we need to go do this. Okay. I'm on my way over here now. Look out for that thing. Okay. And then, and it's like, Oh, how funny, but it's interjected in, but they all do. I thought my daughter had lost her mind. And then so I listened to her playing. It's like a Maria Bamford thing. It's the yes. tone of yelling, but quiet. Yes. The tone uh. of yelling, but quiet. And they all like d- dozens of them do this. And I asked my boy about it, who's uh, 12 and a half. I said, what is this thing? He's like, I don't know. It annoys me. I'm like, did you ever do it? He's like, no, I never did that. I'm like, what is it? He's like, well, it's what you think it is, dad. He's like, they're, they're yelling, but they don't want to be loud. I'm like, so they're, they're okay. They're okay. This is okay. They're not. It's that not is a, so freaking funny. Yes. He knew exactly what it was right away. I thought there That's was something so wrong with them. Yeah. I believe the children are our future. I really do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dan, thank you. Have a great week. Thank you to most, uh, most of all to you, the customer. You know, thanks for tuning in. Thanks That's for right. visiting with us. Uh, try to be nice to a person this week. There you go. And uh, let's button this up. All right. Okay, I love you. Love you too, Merlin, man.